Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey guys, welcome to Wooster, Ohio. I have Mike Andes here. What's up, Mike? Not much. Thanks for having me on. Second time on the podcast now. So. Yeah. Mission. Always at events, bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> in the hallways and the lobbies of events. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So how did your speeches go? How many times did you talk today so far? Uh, just the one time. We have some Q&A in the afternoon, it sounds like. Okay. What did you talk about? Um, I talked a lot about like debt, um, the difference between doing you know, a business with cash or debt, uh, KPIs, key performance indicators in your business, and then really just like looking at capacity from an asset standpoint, a labor perspective, and then personal capacity to really optimize how big should your business be. And there's really, you know, using math, you're able to see how big should your business be to maximize profit. And then really just looking like, is that the place you should be? Because technically, if you personally can't handle that level and size of business, then you shouldn't go there. And so talking a, lot, a little bit about that. Share the pros and cons of running a business debt-free versus running a business with debt. Give us your thoughts on that. Yeah. Like the advantage is that you have a higher return on investment, right? So like the example I use today is um, someone's starting a new business or they are uh, starting a crew even, or they start a second location potentially. Let's say it's $70,000. You could spend that in cash. And if you get, say, a return on that investment of the first year, you make $60,000 in profit from that investment. Well, you take 60000 divided by 70000 you make like an 88% return on investment. Now, if you did cash, if you did cash though and some debts, like half of it was debt, you could potentially have a greater cash on cash return. Um, so that's a great, that's why you do, you do use debt is so you can grow faster, you have better returns on your money. Um, and, and typically we use it for equipment, trucks, et cetera. But, but the, van, the disadvantage is that if you go out of business and you ran your business on cash, if you go out of business, you lost all that cash. Like that $70,000 is gone. But if I went and got $45,000 worth of debt, plus say twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 worth of cash, I not only lose my cash if I go to business with debt, I have a debt plus now interest payments on that debt. So it's just higher risk. And that's really what something everyone has to kind of determine is like how fast do I want to grow? And then what's my tolerance for risk? More with Mike Andy's coming right up. And I want to take a moment and say thank you to our show sponsor today. And that is our friends at Jobber. Now, you've probably heard about Jobber. A lot of other folks are talking about how they enjoy using Jobber. And of course, here on the Green Industry Podcast for years, I've shared about how convenient it is to use Jobber for the administrative task of running a business from your scheduling to your invoicing. Jobber just makes it a professional touch towards the customer and convenient for the customer, making it a win-win for your business and your customers. Now, maybe you've been hearing about it and you're thinking, well, how do I know if it's the right fit for my business? Well, you can try them out for free for 14 days and find out if it's the right fit for your business. There's so many variables based on what you're doing, the size of your business. And so uh, if you want a risk-free trial and just test out Jobber, and see all the features it has and if it's going to make your 
uh, billing and administrative more efficient and effective, then feel free to click on the link in today's show notes. That'll take you to getjobber.com forward slash Paul, where you can take advantage of a free 14 day trial. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. Right. And I think that you have to calculate in that risk. I'm, I'm a big Dave Ramsey listener. So what he shares is a lot of guys run the math. Of course, it makes sense to go out, go with debt. But when you add risk into the equation and he's lost, you know, he crashed. So he understands that. So I think just respecting the risk of what's really involved if you do decide to go with debt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think Ultimately, if someone has a track record and they've done this, been in the industry, they know what they're doing. They know that by getting ten thousand dollars worth of debt, that's going to unlock another fifty, you know, fifty, hundred thousand dollars worth of revenue. They're, they know they're twenty percent profitable on that revenue. That's when I, I think, hey, you can take debt. It's probably responsible to be allow you to grow faster. Um, but for, I think for a lot of people, just take an extra year, grow a little bit slower, and pay things off as it comes. Um, it usually leads to a better outcome in the long term. Yeah. In Michigan, Mike, and I actually played a little clip of this. I asked you about pricing your services and you're like, well, if you have a $20 an hour employee, you'd want to multiply that by about four. I think that was your answer. So you'd be wanting to get about $80 per man hour off that one employee. Uh, share a little bit more about pricing. And that was a cool clip. I, did, did you see that on Instagram? I did. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So like that, that's just, you know, a quick ratio or number you can use to determine, you know, pricing. Because ultimately, we're selling time. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to take a $20 an hour labor and you're trying to take their hour, their time, and sell that hour for, say, $80 or $60 per hour to the customer. Mm-hmm. That difference is where you're able to make a profit. And so, hopefully, hopefully, yes. You still have the overhead and your labor is your biggest expense, but right. then you have all that overhead, your truck, and the list goes on and on. Yep. So it's very easy to, when you add up the employee and all those expenses, I, I do a lot of one-on-one coaching. Some guys aren't making a profit. Yeah, and and I think you know knowing all these different ratios and numbers are good, um, but they have to be taken in whole, right? You can't just take one number and someone's business like, oh, it's like, oh, yeah, great, yeah, your hourly rate is you know four times what you're paying your average employee. Your 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 pass, like no, like today we talk about attrition rate, like how many customers are leaving the back door every single day. You know, you're looking at your retention, like all these different numbers in your business are helpful. It's like it's like going to the doctor though and taking your pulse, like it's one number, right? Taking someone's heart rate or taking their blood pressure. It's a number. It's great. It can be used to holistically look at a human being and give some sort of prescription or diagnosis. But just one number in and of itself doesn't tell a full story. You can't just hook someone up to an EKG, track their heart rate and be like, oh, like you have this disease. It's like, well, maybe we do some blood work. Maybe we put them through some sort of an x-ray scanner or something like that. So when we look at KPIs or, or numbers in our business, you got to look from a holistic standpoint, not just like, oh, that one thing is wrong. Therefore, X, Y, and Z, you must change in your business. And so, you know, all these things are important data points, I think, in your business, but not exclusively the thing that should be only the thing you focus on. What are those key performance indicators that we should focus on? Yeah, like I think my the main one that I, I really push people to, to focus on if they're doing under a quarter million in annual revenue is close ratio. So close ratio can be determined by basically the number of estimates that are one divided by the total number of estimates that are sent out. So that's usually you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, whatever percentage that is. Um, that's a really important number because if you're doing a 25% close ratio, if you can just move that to 50% close ratio, you will double the size of your business. And so it's very important to, to know that number at the beginning, as you grow, you know, knowing your attrition, your attrition is, you know, how many customers are leaving. That's an important number. Um, knowing what your labor efficiency is, 
very important number. Uh, and so these are things that it's not entirely even knowing the number. It's about tracking it over time and seeing which way it's trending. Then you're able to make you know, corrective action in the business because if your labor efficiency number is off, well, potentially you need to, you know, change how many crew members are in a truck or change the way you're doing compensation and pay people differently based upon performance. So lots of things, um, KPIs. Didn't you write a book on that? Yeah. P for P. Yeah. P for P pay for performance. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. The, the title is why hourly is a failing formula. And in my opinion, like to pay someone per hour of labor is just a useless metric. Uh, because ultimately that means the longer the job takes for you as an employee, the, lo- the, the, the more money you make. And while at the same token that while it's taking you longer, it's costing me as the business owner more. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing that, where you're trying to make the job take longer, cause you get to pay more and I'm trying to make the job go less because I'm the owner and I want to make the job go, lo- you know, go faster, uh, get in the same, going in the same direction as like, Hey, you're going to get a percentage of all the labor revenue in this job. So therefore you're going to get, um, you know, regardless of how long this job takes, you're getting paid the same amount. And now it's up to you to figure out how to be efficient and profitable and, and do the job as quickly as possible to the satisfaction of the customer. And so now we're both going the same direction, which is efficiency, cutting out waste and making sure the customer's happy at the end of the day. And so we found that as a way to be, be able to pay more to the employee because they're cutting out waste, like they deserve it more, they, they're working so much harder um, and be able to just pay higher compensation to uh, guys who are working really, really hard. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Designed for landscaping professionals, the Z700 Series zero-turn mowers from Kubota are the best in class in performance, productivity, comfort, and durability. You'll love the commercial-grade engines, durable spindle assembly, and a low profile with 14-inch wheels. Hey guys, Paul here, and I want to tell you about an exciting event happening here in Atlanta called Synced Live. The dates for the event are February 6th through 7th, 2023. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. It's going to start on Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. and then be all day Tuesday. I'm going to be there. Really looking forward to this expo. It's going to have 70 plus innovative products and services. There's going to be a drink reception on that Monday night, February 6th. And then on Tuesday, February 7th, guys, at Synced Live, there's going to be demonstrations. 
awards, educational sessions, and plenty of industry inspiration. Now you can get your all access pass to Expo and all the education sessions for only $99. This is the only event shaping the future by connecting all aspects of the landscape industry into one event. And it's in my city, Atlanta, Georgia, right across the street from our baseball stadium where the Braves play. So we want the next generation of landscape owners and decision makers to be there. I'm going to be there. Hopefully you will be as well. To register, all you got to do is click on the link in today's show notes. We hope to see you in Atlanta this February. That's on Amazon? Yeah, the book is, yeah. Pay per perform. Yeah, or, yeah. but if someone even doesn't want to buy that, they can just go to p4psoftware.com slash training. It's all free, all the, the training and stuff. Okay. That's really cool. Can you give us an example of paper for paper performance? How does it look in a real bit, real lawn care business? Yeah. So let's say, for example, um, we got 10 lawns in a day and they're all half a budgeted hour, right? So let, let's, let's really go back, right? So let's assume we're charging $80 per hour to the customer and we are going to have a 0.5 budget hours or half an hour budgeted every single one of these jobs. They're all 40 bucks a pop. And we're going to do 10 of those in a day. So 10 $40 lawns, that's $400 in the day. Now, here's the thing with P4P, what we do is we say, hey, look, you're going to get one third of that regardless of how long it takes you. So you're, you know, before you even start the day, you're making $133 regardless of how long this job, these jobs take. Now, it could take you six hours let's just say, and you're going to make 133 divided by six is what? $23. Let's just say $23 an hour. That's what you make. Now, if you get it done in four, you're technically making like 30 something dollars an hour. But if it takes you 10, you're only making $13 per hour because ultimately the $133 does not change. So you make a percentage of the labor revenue. That's really how it breaks down. Um, and so it incentivizes people to get more jobs done in one day uh, and to cut out all the waste, the drive time, the load time, the chit chat, the, 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 the gas station breaks, smoke breaks, all that stuff. And that would translate, let's say we're doing a 10 yard mulch job at $130 of mulch installed is what the customer's paying. Mm-hmm. I think I'm running math in my head. My calculator is on my phone, which is our video camera. So I think that's, $1,300 job. Yep. You would offer your labor, hey, I'm going to give you 33% of the $1,300 and, and not go at it. The only thing that would be different in that case is you've put a, a dollar amount per yard. Oh, I see. What you need to do is give the, because we only want to give them a percentage of the labor revenue. I got it. Because otherwise on jobs, lots of materials, you're now you know, giving a percentage of that revenue. That's a good point. So we, in that case, you'd say, okay, well, let's just say that the mulch is $30 per yard. So really labor is $80 per Got yard. It. Then then you'd give them a percentage of that. That makes a lot of sense. That's good. What else do you want to share with my audience, Mike, about pricing, about lawn care business? The guys love you and, and they want, you know, always wanted me to get you on the show. I know you were briefly on in Michigan, but what do you, what do you see in the main pain points are out there for the financial side of the business? Yeah, on the financial side, I think a lot of times it's just a matter of being aware and tracking it. It needs to be something that we are paying attention to the same way that we check oil. Uh, we check the pressure of our tires. Like I just don't see enough people really looking at their monthly profit and loss statement, really looking at it with an accountant, um, understanding what percentage of their business and their revenue goes out the door to insurance. Um, just not taking enough time on the math. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not fun. I know it's not sexy, but like we talked about today in football, everyone pays attention to the quarterback, the run, the wide receivers, the running back. Cause those are all the offensive positions. And we're always going after the new customer more, like more contracts, new revenue. When, if we just step back and really take, okay, what do I have and how to defend that? Like the defensive linemen don't get on the front of magazines and like 
you know, photo shoots. They're not, well, they're, my, you're in Cleveland Browns country. Miles <laughs> Garrett, number 95. He's the guy on the billboards around here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's just rare. It's rare that someone, you know, it's, it's out there as much. And I think that it's, it's really just to, to point out that like in our businesses, we get wrapped up in the new customer and the new equipment and everything new. It's like, look, take what you got and, and do play defensive measures, which is like, how do I take this revenue and make it more profitable? That's going to be boring work systems, procedures. How do I create systems for my sales script and processes for my estimate procedure? That's not fun. That's not exciting. That's not the quarterback, you know, last minute, two minute drive, but it is the thing that wins games and that is defense. And so taking what you have and really trying to figure out profitability using the numbers is important. When the guys are starting out with their lawn care business, do you think you should build it to sell it, build it to, you know, live off of like, what's the goal with the lawn care business nowadays? Yeah. Like I think, you know, it depends on your timeline, right? Like I was just talking with a young man. Uh, he's a junior in high school. He's going to go to college in a couple of years. So he was asking, should he buy equipment? I'm like, look, any investment that's outside of two to three years, you should not do because yes, you might be able to pay off that truck in five years. But if your window of time is only two, that's your investment horizon. You should be taking anything you have now and simply just trying to make as much profit, like squeeze it for all it's worth. And so, um, you know, when, when it comes to invest, you got to look at your time horizon. Like how far out are you going? I think everyone should be building their business as if they're going to sell it, knowing very well that only like one or 2% of entrepreneurs sell their business, but build it to, as if you were going to sell it. Cause it forces you to create systems and procedures and a team, um, and not just focus on you and your personality and how great you are. Uh, so I think everyone should build it as if they're going to sell. Cause that's just the right thing to do, regardless if you're handing it down to your kids or you're going to actually sell it, or you're going to retire on some beach someplace and let someone else run it. Great. Well, Mike, I want to go eat some hot lunch here. Somehow I go to all these events and I'm end up podcasts and I go to the buffet line and <laughs> it's there's, all gone. there's one carrot and there, there might be a hey, crumb. There you go. That's a good diet for you. Yeah. Now, how do you stay in <laughs> such good shape, man? You, it looks like you don't have no gut hanging out. Your triceps are busting out of that yellow Augusta long age shirt. helps. Age helps. We'll see if I can age. keep this up when I'm 40, 50. So you're what? 28, 27. Yeah. 27. How often do you go to the gym? Uh, well, I own a gym, so you kind of have to look the part. But yeah, every Anytime day. Anytime fitness? Yeah, Anytime fitness. Okay. That's well, where you go. I saw one of your, your oh, uh, yeah. shorts the other day. Hashtag Anytime Fitness coming. Yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, That's where I go. And Behind an orange wall the other day. I saw you doing uh, ro- Bent Over Rose. Yeah. However, I'm tra- there's a new gym called One Life and that's where the ladies go. So my <laughs> that's where you want to go. Well, my trainer at any time said, "Look, look around here, Paul. There's there's, there's Dick, Harry, Jim. The, this one guy's 82. He comes in and he's like just rides the treadmill and and uh, Bob and there's all these old 70 year old men, which is cool. But you know, I'm, I'm looking for a wife. So Coach T said, Paul. I know I, this isn't good business to tell you not to come to any time. She was like, why don't you go over to One Life Fitness oh, over in uh, this other city? And <laughs> there's a lot of ladies there. So. How old are you? I'm 37. Okay. All right. So single, but trying to mingle. But <laughs> any anytime fitness. Single and searching. They don't have... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not fishing in the right pond at any time. <laughs> Maybe it's different in Washington. Hey, man, you never know. This 67-year-old? Well, I mean, <laughs> they flirt with me. There's there's one lady. She's a lot older than me. And, and she told the one trainer, she's like, I think Paul's hot. And then the trainer told me, she's like, hey, so-and-so thinks you're hot. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, We're a few decades uh, in a de- Anyway, let's oh, let's uh, button things up. How can people connect with you, Mike Andes? Yeah, just YouTube. You, know, you search my name, Mike Andes, MikeAndes.com. Anywhere like that is helpful. Okay. And what do you got? You you got a podcast, a YouTube, uh, Instagram, like 
You, you, you ever do on Instagram? I'm always tagging. You never, never hearted or like back or really? Anything. I haven't. I've oh, been tagging horrible. you all the time. I'm like, this guy what? doesn't even acknowledge I thought, my social I footprint. For sure I, I, Give me a heart or something, <laughs> man. I, I'm really bad at social media because I have the team. So like, okay. they usually they don't they know they know not to go into my DMs. So it's oh, only I if you. I do. I got um, you. And I just don't often enough. Like the other day, Sean sent me a video, like, and I didn't get to it for a few days later. Okay. Sorry. So your whole team here, all, all the people in yellow shirts, they work with you in Washington. And you flew over together. Yeah, yeah. It, that little lady with blonde hair. Who's that? That's Liz. Yeah, she's my chief operations officer. And then Zach is on the media team, and then Jaden's in the command center. So okay. just brought a few of them over to help wow. out. How many people are total in your your uh, arsenal there? Ooh, mercy. Um. At the command center, for example, which is like the corporate side of things, during peak season, maybe 40, 40, 50. Wow. Um, obviously, at the franchise, you got you know, 100 plus, lo- 107 locations or whatever it is. So there's a lot more. But like at corporate, probably around 40, 50. That's fantastic. Well, he's Mike Andes. You guys keep, you've been wanting him for a long time. He's been on the show twice, man. You're really coming. Uh, you know, I saw you at Fullerton's event here at Sean's event. You're, you're getting a lot more plugged into the community. So I think that's great. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you, man. Cool. Well, thanks for the the information. I'll keep you updated on Absolutely. what uh, One Life. Maybe you, should, <laughs> maybe you should buy a One Life. Anytime fitness needs to step up their game, man. <laughs> All right. Let's get you some lunch. All right. Later. <laughs> you need to increase your prices to earn more but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the Price Increase Letter Template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.